0: If you've been listening for a while, you'll know about the Recondition Your Life Academy. It's everything you hear about on this podcast and more. Complete holistic healing and integration, but condensed into an online course format so that women can have everything they need to heal, find their purpose, and align themselves on their spiritual development all in one place. That was the purpose of it. Now, I only open the Academy for Enrollment three times a year. And it's about to launch on the 30th of March, so I wanted to give listeners a little heads up. Inside the Academy, you'll have access to modules that cover everything from inner child healing, shadow work, trauma healing, self-love, divine feminine, ancestral healing, brain training, female hormone optimization, purpose coaching, meditation training. I mean, this is just a snippet of what you'll get all alongside the inner circle of fellow academy members. Now, you don't have to be overwhelmed by the amount of content I just mentioned. You will have lifetime access to everything, so you can get to whichever part you want to whenever you feel called to do so. And this includes bonus modules, guest lessons, meditations, downloads, audios. I mean, everything you can imagine to help you on your healing and growth journey. All you need to know is that if you are looking to heal, and that means heal from anything, right? So negative thought patterns, trauma, relationships, physical health, even if you wanna heal your body image or your relationship with money even, all of it. If you wanna heal, you wanna find your purpose, you wanna be aligned on your spiritual evolution, have someone to hold your hand through it and do it all within community, the Recondition Your Life Academy is there for you. That is what I created it for. It's my life's work in one place. And it's changed countless women's lives. And like I said, it's only open for enrollment for one week. So if you're hearing this in real time, head to laurenvacneen.co.uk forward slash academy, where you can see everything you need to know about what you'd get from this course. What I can tell you you will get is a sense of joy and purpose back. Alignment in all aspects of your life and an inner circle of like minded women. Really, it's so much more than a course, it is a lifestyle. And I just hope to welcome you within the community really soon. <music> The need to control based on safety and security is a fear response, i.e. a trauma response. Now, when we're operating from fear, we're not operating from the highest self. We're not operating from intuition because fear is the lowest vibrational energy we can experience. It is, you know, the the, the devil on your shoulder, the proverbial devil on your shoulder telling you what you should be fearful of when we should be listening to the higher self, the universe, the God, love, whatever you want to call it, on your other shoulder which is trying so hard to show you who you truly are, because who you truly are doesn't have that sense of fear or need for control, because you are trusting that when you are in a place of authenticity, you are calling back into your life the things that are meant for you. Hi, I'm Lauren Vaknin, and you're listening to the Reconditioned Podcast. I created this podcast following my journey from severe disability since infancy to complete wellness, as a way to share my passion of healing the whole self. Because I learned in my own journey to wellness and through my two decades in the wellness industry, that it makes no difference what you're here to heal. It all requires the same whole person approach. We tackle everything from trauma health optimization and neuroplasticity to manifestation, holistic parenting and everything in between to help you create an optimized life of well-being, abundance, self-mastery and purpose. You're not meant to live a life of stagnation and you're not meant to be just fine. So hang around and let me help you recondition your life back to wholeness. Hi everyone, welcome back to reconditioned this is a very very impromptu episode that wasn't planned at all as an episode Uh, but on the recondition your life academy which is my group uh, my course for women my online course my very powerful 12 module plus online course um that has women from all around the world taking part Um, I do a live Q&A with the ladies every other week so bi-weekly I am there live on the group we have a dedicated Facebook group for members of the academy and they send in their questions and I answer their questions so they send in everything from where they're struggling in life to challenges they're finding in the things that are coming up for them through doing the work Um, because we go through deep stuff we work through inner child through shadow work trauma so much comes up as we do that and then delve deeper into the self-love into ancestral healing divine feminine neuroplasticity manifestation meditation you name it it is the holistic course holistic health and life course out there because it combines Physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual elements of well-being, um, which no other course does. Uh, I'm not here to talk about the course. I am here just because um, on today's Q and A there were so many great questions, and my answers seem to really strike a chord with a lot of the ladies who asked those questions. So basically, every other week we have the Q and A, and the ladies get their questions in for me for me to answer and be able to support them, so they can then it can further their journey on the course and then they will discuss it amongst themselves on the Facebook group and they've got subgroups of like WhatsApp groups that they create um, so it's a beautiful community anyway today's Q&A um there were so many amazing questions and some great profound answers that I channeled through that came through me that um I just thought was so worth sharing here um, for you guys to hear those sorts answers to those questions because the questions that these ladies were asking were the sorts of things that uh, most of you will be asking if you're doing this inner growth work. So it's a short and sweet episode. It is just snippets taken from this Q&A but really powerful answers and responses and uh, musings, I guess, on doing this work and empowering ourselves and moving into a state of high vibration and authenticity and healing. So I've taken those answers here. What I've done is I've edited out the questions that I'm reading to you know, preserve the confidentiality of the ladies on the course. And obviously I've taken out their names. So, um, it will, you'll have to kind of figure out <laughs> where it that's been cut. And the next answer comes in because I've cut the question. However, the answers will make sense. Even without the questions, you'll know what I mean when you listen to it. But honestly, if you've logged onto this, if you've, you've kind of opened this, played this without knowing what this episode is about, have a listen, because the answers here are super profound. And I just think that most people listening are going to really resonate with them. Um so just take into account that a few things have been cut through the middle just to um to keep everything confidential for the ladies who are on the academy. But I hope you really enjoy this. Let me know what you think of it because I'm quite excited for you to for you all to hear the answers that I offered today and um yeah, so get in touch. As usual, please leave me a review on the podcast. It really helps other people to find the podcast. Thank you so much and enjoy. <music> This season of Reconditioned is made possible thanks to Hifasta Terra, and I'm a little bit obsessed with them and I want to tell you why. So if you follow me on social media, you'll know I talk about mushrooms a fair bit. Yes, I am that wild, and no, not the psychedelic kind. Not this time anyway. I've known about the crazy health benefits of medicinal mushrooms for a while, especially after watching Fantastic Fungi on Netflix, but I never found a brand that I fully trusted. And then I came across Hifas Terra, and I am not exaggerating when I say it has been life changing. They have medicinal mushroom products to support autoimmune diseases, allergies, hormonal imbalances, gut health, brain function, emotional well-being, musculoskeletal issues, the list is endless. And because they're one of the few mycotherapy companies to actually carry out clinical trials on their products, they've been able to develop their onco range specifically for cancer. And potentially my favorite, they have products for children's immune systems and the gut-brain axis. Great for ADHD, sensory issues, and gut support. These have got my kids through this winter of illness, and they've made a huge difference to my son's sensory challenges. I'm swearing by them. Terra mushrooms are not only certified organic, but they use the fruiting body of the mushroom as opposed to the root, which even the so-called top mycotherapy companies are not doing, because it's more time consuming and more expensive, but Hifas are. Spoiler, you get more benefits from the fruiting body, which is one of the reasons Hifas products are more effective. The concentration and content of their products are also much higher than standard brands, and the company are constantly striving for quality, effectiveness, and safety putting over 60% of their profits back into research. These products have changed my life and I want you all to have access to this level of healing. So visit hifasdaterra.co.uk that's H-I-F-A-S-D-A-T-E-R-R-A.co.uk and use code LAUREN15 for 15% discount. Thank you so much to Hifasdaterra. Thank you for sharing all that. Um, And I'm glad you gave a lot of detail because it helps give context to to your background to enable me to try and guide you correctly. So let's start with um, you still not being sure that you're on the right path. Um, You are on the right path. The fact that you're on the path means you are on the right path. And I think something that is important for me to touch on here is how a lot of you have mentioned this. And I wanna just say, let your intuitions guide you in this process. When we are leading with the ego self, which is what we have got used to doing, we're not allowing the intuition to come through. But your intuition is what brought you to do this course and is what is encouraging you to log on every time you log on to the academy and journal and just generally do the work. So please try and ask your ego self to step aside and let your intuition take the lead here. You're on the right path when you're doing the work, when you're immersed in the work. <clears throat> so you said you've been journaling as much as you can and record your dreams. So that's great because the more you do that, the more clarity you will get around the things you're feeling and that will lead you closer and closer to your authentic self. Now, something I do want to touch on, on what you said is control. Needing to be in control of things to feel safe and yes that does lead that it that will lead you to high stress and anxiety so the thing with control and i know that often i talk about things in quite an abstract or esoteric way control is an illusion none of us have control over anything all right i live my life very healthily i put a lot of effort into my health and my well-being but at any minute anything could happen to say a family member or someone else or something could happen to me even i could put all this Effort into my health and, you know, get hit by a bus or whatever it might be. We don't have control. We have a limited amount of stuff that we can control, like how healthy we keep our bodies, how we respond to certain external situations, how we heal our trauma so we can be more in a state of well being. But the control we think we have, we don't. Control is an illusion. It does not make us safe because when we're trying to control things, we're operating from the ego self, we're not operating from the higher self. So it might give you this illusion of feeling safe, but you're actually then just operating more and more from the ego self, because the need to control based on safety and security is a fear response, i.e. a trauma response. Now, when we're operating from fear, we're not operating from the higher self, we're not operating from intuition, because fear is the lowest vibrational energy we can experience. It is you know, the, the, the devil on your shoulder, the proverbial devil on your shoulder telling you what you should be fearful of when we should be listening to the higher self, the universe, the God, love, whatever you want to call it on your other shoulder, which is trying so hard to show you who you truly are because who you truly are doesn't have that sense of fear or need for control because you are trusting that when you are in a place of authenticity, you are calling back into your life the things that are meant for you. You are aligned in your authenticity. And when you're in that state, whatever comes to you will be what is meant to come to you. So regardless of anything around you, you are constantly going to be calling in the situations that are meant for you. So try and eliminate that need for control, relinquish that need for control away from you, because that is not your authentic self. So one of the most important things you can start doing now as a practice is to look at the things you're controlling so in any given day you have that self-awareness that self-mastery around a situation and go oh i'm recognizing i.e self-mastery self-awareness that i'm trying to control this situation yes i've recognized it let me write it down what that situation was that i've tried to control and now because i've recognized it because i have that self-awareness around it i can let it go and the more you do that, the more your brain will learn how to do that. The more you will be retraining your brain into the new identity of the person you are becoming, as opposed to the person operating from fear. So I know that you're not actually here, Steph, uh, 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 but um, I hope that that side of it makes sense. And then to lead on from that, from your question I absolutely do believe that, yes, to move into more joy, to do a lot more letting go, to try, I mean, you use the word lighting, light. If, should, should I lighten up? In a way, yes, if you want to use that terminology. I would just say to operate from a place of joy um, is the key. Because at the moment, sorry, I'm just seeing that we have frozen, and I'm making sure that is not the case. No, we're still here. Um The moment that you're operating from a place of joy, you are operating from your higher self. You have raised your energetic vibration. Again, I want to explain what I mean by that. And in the manifestation module in the how to manifest module, which is module nine, you will learn about this and learn about energy and the vibrational structure of everything that is and everything that exists and why your vibration is important. But just to quickly touch on it again, because I think I touch on it in every Q&A because it is important. When you, are vibrating, when you are operating from a place of fear and shame and all those low vibrational emotions, you are vibrating at a lower frequency. And then you become in resonance with situations and people that also operate, that also vibrate at that frequency. If you're operating from joy and from love and from surrender, your vibration instantly increases So you are operating from high vibrational frequency. Now, what do you think will come back to you if you're operating from that place? So it's really interesting that you touched on that. You said you think you lost the ability to be playful really early on because that kind of taught you to stop living from a place of joy to stop being playful. One of the very best things we can do for ourselves is to be playful. So something I would recommend you to to do right now, and I've given you already one tool, one practice, which I actually want you to physically implement. Your second bit of homework that I'm giving you is to go away and be more playful where in your life can you add play and where can you make yourself more joyful? What things can you do that you will enjoy, that will make you enjoy life more? What things can you implement into your life to make you feel that childlike sense of happiness and joy? I prefer to use the word joy to happiness because joy is kind of more that ebullient sense of, happiness. Um, So have a think about those things, write it in your journal and think about where you can implement joy into your life. The more you move into joy, the more you'll be able to let go of control. So these things are totally connected. And of course, this requires you to go back to your inner child who wasn't allowed to feel that sense of joy because you were the third child who had to be the perfect child who had to hold everything together for everyone else. Because if you didn't, then everything would crumble because already your parents broke up So you had that need to keep everything stable and secure. And there's always one child in the family that tries to do that. And that was you. So you're still, you still you're operating from the illusion if you keep everything together, everyone, including yourself, will be safe. Now you know now that this isn't the case. So it's that sense of letting go, letting go, letting go, letting go. I've got it written here on the thing behind me. Joy ease surrender. Joy ease surrender. Move into joy, operate from a place of ease and surrender it all. Surrender anything that's not serving you. It sounds so simple, but it is so, it really is simple to implement. And when you do, you will start operating from a different identity, literally. So I would invite you to do that. And thank you for sharing your journey here, because it is important that you all share what's going on so we can support you, so that other ladies can support you. So when what you're doing right now is you're fighting between I'm feeling really empowered, but hey, here's that fear again, here's that part of me, that darkness in me that comes back to remind myself that I'm not worthy of being happy. I'm not worthy to feel empowered. I need to feel the anxiety. Why? Because it is a habit. Why is it a habit? Because it has become part of your identity. So in shifting the identity to the identity of the person who is empowered, And living from a place of joy, which is what I just spoke about with, you're then starting to break down that, that habit to break that habit, right? Joe Dispenza calls it breaking the habit of being yourself. And why is it breaking the habit of being yourself? Because every morning we wake up, we're expecting to feel what we felt the day before and the day before that. And the day before that we're repeating the same things over again. Oh, I'm tired. Oh, I feel anxious. Is that anxiety feeling there? I want you to catch that before it comes. I don't even want you to question whether the anxiety is there. If it's there, it's there. Can you surrender to it? Do some breathing, do some Qigong by all means, but don't do it as a result of believing that the anxiety has a control over you or has a hold over you because you operate from the identity of the person who lives in joy and ease and surrender. You just go about your day. If you feel a bit anxious, you do some breathing. You know that it's going to leave you. It's not part of you. It's just a learned behavior that you have the ability, the empowerment, the self-mastery to let go of because that devil on your shoulder doesn't have control, i.e. the ego self. What has control is your higher self. You've been feeling quite empowered recently because you're shifting into this work, understanding that you are the master of your own destiny. Therefore, you have the ability to create your destiny to break these habits, to continue moving forward in the identity of the person you want to be. And yes, the more you uh, operate from a place of parasympathetic, which is not just coming from breathing, and I wanna emphasize this, a lot of what you'll learn is not just the physical, tangible practices of do the breath work, do the journaling, do the meditation, do the this and the food and the this and the da-da-da-da-da. It's just about the being. It's just about coming back to the being, being in joy. These things that I'm speaking about, living in joy, living in surrender, living in a state of ease in the new identity of the person you want to be. So if you can wake up in the morning and say the me from yesterday, last year, et cetera, et cetera, operated like this, but I'm waking up this morning as the person that operates from this identity I operate from a place of joy and ease and surrender. So what am I going to do to encourage that? Am I going to think about the anxiety and do something to counter it? No, because then you are focusing on the anxiety. What you're going to do is do something joyful, put on some high vibrational music, do some ecstatic dance naked around your bedroom. Do whatever you need to do to put yourself in the identity of the person you are trying to become, that you are becoming by doing and engaging in this work. Something that's always been a challenge for me, and I know it is for most people I speak to, is fitting in time for all the spiritual and self-development practices I want to do. You know, I want to meditate and I want to do breathwork and yoga and I want to walk in nature and connect with my guides and, you know, all the things. I want to do all the things every day, but I'm a mom and I run a business and, you know, yada, yada. And even as someone who really does put this stuff first it's pretty impossible to fit it all in so the one thing that really has helped me over the past year is the sensate it's a piece of health tech that fits in the palm of your hand and it basically sends infrasonic waves through the chest to activate the vagus nerve and calm the autonomic nervous system and you use it while playing the specially composed audio within the app which is gorgeous really it's pretty genius the whole thing's pretty genius and honestly At the moment with my days being more full on than they've ever been since my kids starting a school that's quite far away and me being in the car so much, using the Sensate is the one thing I know will work on so many aspects of my well-being all at once. So even if I haven't had time to do any other practices during the day, I lie down at night and I use the Sensate for 10 to 20 minutes before I sleep and it reduces cortisol levels so that's going to be good for my immune system. It calms my brainwave state, so I know I'm going to get good, optimized sleep. It calms anxiety, and because of how it activates the vagus nerve, it also deepens the meditation that I can do at that point. So I can kind of do all that in one go and lose that overwhelm of, oh my god, I haven't done enough today when it comes to my self-development and spiritual practice. And I also take it with me everywhere I go. So if I've got 10 minutes in the car while I'm waiting for the school gates to open, I can just do it then without the pressure of knowing that meditation would probably be a bit challenging for me in that state to transition into it when I'm probably in heightened brainwave states at that moment. So, for me generally, it's been pretty life changing. And if what I spoke about resonates with you, you can get 30 pounds off the Sensate by visiting getsensate.com and using code Lauren30. So that's GetSensate, G-E-T-S-E-N-S-A-T-E dot com, Lauren 30. Okay, let's go into the stuff with family first. It's a very simple answer. The thing with families and how they trigger us and their behaviors and how we feel about their behaviors is that it's, there's kind of two facets to it. Number one, people do as we do, not as we say. So the things that I was saying to family members or friends 15 years ago was just triggering to them, right? Because what do I know and why should they listen to me? And, you know, it's preachy and that's just not where they're at. But the more that I moved into, here we come back to the word identity, the more I moved into the identity of the person that I was becoming, operating from that place fully, wholly, completely, the more they could see me becoming that person and actually practicing what I was preaching. Now, until you're in that place, it's very hard to tell other people to be in that place and how to operate. So while we're dealing with our own demons and our own traumas, it's very hard for people to look at us and go, well, why should I take advice from you? You know, Not that you're not in a better place than them, right? And and, and that's the clincher. And when I said there's two facets to it, So you're clearly doing a lot of work on yourself and it could be that people from your family will look at that and come to certain parts of what they're seeing you do and come to it themselves and equally it could be that they don't and part of this human experience we are living is that we don't get to control other people's lives. We don't get to to decide someone else's journey. Because as a cosmic being living this human experience, before we incarnated in this human experience, we we chose which one we would be living because it was going to further our spiritual evolution. So your family members and your friends chose that too. And you have to give them as a cosmic being the respect that they need they deserve to live out this journey that they have chosen now yes their journey is going to be a lot easier and they're going to elevate on their spiritual evolution much more easily and much higher if they can come to these things earlier but that comes down to you doing the doing not the telling to them seeing how you are elevating and maybe you will be that expander for them maybe they'll look at those things and because i know family members of mine have some don't at all Some still get extremely, extremely triggered and don't want to hear about what I'm doing because it is not their journey. And the only thing I can do with that is remember, because I feel personally like this helps me a lot to remember that that truth that we are not just these bags of bones with a brain, we are cosmic beings. Remembering that they chose this journey and that you chose theirs and surrendering to that and letting them have their journey, however that needs to play out for them, is key to your sanity. So that is what I would really say to that, letting it play out how it's meant to play out. Now, if that means that you do need to distance yourself a little bit, you can say to them very gently, no judgment, I'm doing a lot of work on myself at the moment. And this work is teaching me to be more present and live in joy a lot more and um, try and find the authentic me. And in this environment, I find it really hard to do that. So I don't want you to get offended if I take a little step back because the environment within your home or you know wherever it may be is not in alignment with what I'm currently doing. It doesn't mean I don't love you and I don't want to spend time with you. It just means that I need to be a little bit distant from it so I can heal myself. No judgment on you. This is about me. This is about me healing myself. And I need to do that in a little bit of isolation from things that don't serve me right now. Obviously, you can word that however you want to word it without offending anyone else. Essentially, this is your journey. And, you know, I love how Glennon Doyle in her book, Untamed, talks about when she decided to leave her husband and marry a woman, her fam- so there were some family members that couldn't quite accept that. And we're going to come into her home. I'm going to come into her home with her new wife, but not with the right energy. And she said to them, this is my island. I'm paraphrasing here. I'm not reading this. Well, I can't remember exactly. I'm completely paraphrasing, but this is my island. If you want to come to my island, you've got to obey the rules of my island and bring the right energy that my island requires for me to thrive in this place. It's totally okay for you all to say that to family members and people whose energy doesn't serve you in a compassionate way. I want to reiterate that, right? We're here to improve ourselves. We're here to optimize ourselves. We don't do that by being rude or callous or offensive or vicious to anyone else. We do that by constantly operating from a place of love and compassion because once again, that is what is going to elevate our energetic vibration. Um, So I hope that helps with that. Your second question was about shadow work. Aware, being aware of the things that trigger you and others of the things you can't do myself and feel shame around it. That is what shadow is. Yes. Um, so for example, you know, shadow is a tricky one because it's finding that balance between knowing that some things are trauma responses. For example, I don't like anyone being in my environment shouting because I was raised in a quite shouty household. And I, so when anyone comes into my home and they're shouting a lot, it's not a shadow for me. I'm not judging them because I don't allow myself to be that. It's, it's a trauma response for me. Shouting triggers memories of childhood where everything was very shouty. And I decided to create a home whereby it was very calm. So that's not a shadow. It's more of a trauma response and a decision on how to operate from my identity that I choose to operate from since I have recreated my identity into my authentic self not the one who was operating from trauma, which was an angry, shouty person. So I've redefined that for myself. There are other things that you may be judging someone of because they are from a place of shadow, right? So you might be judging someone that wears makeup because you were shown growing up that, and this is just a random example that's just come to my mind, but you might have been shown, you know, shown growing up that you know women who wear makeup are, you know, slutty or don't love themselves. Or like I had a client whose grandmother always said that women who wear red lipstick is really, really tarty. So she never allowed herself to wear red lipstick and she would judge other women who wore red lipstick, but that's her own stuff, right? It's not from anywhere else. Some of us wear red lipstick because it makes us feel empowered and sexy and all those other things that we're allowed to feel as a human woman. So it's recognizing what your shadow elements are for you. And it could just be a case of sitting down with your journal and writing down all the things you judge in others and then saying, right, is this part of my shadow? And from that, you'll start recognizing where your shadow is and how to move into a place of self-mastery with that. Let's try not to think about it so much. Let's try to do what I mentioned in the last question which was about perhaps just sitting with your journal and asking your higher self what are my shadow aspects what are the things I'm judging in others that are sha- that are shadow for me where where is shadow still coming up for me and there will be many and as we go on it will change you know it's constantly changing for me as well I have shadow aspects that come up that are from many years ago and from you know as trauma responses and some that are newer and that I have to recognize in myself from that place. Of self-mastery. Um, and yeah, sometimes it is about accepting, being an acceptance of certain things, not necessarily with when it comes down to the ego self versus the higher self. So you're saying that, you know, you're thinking mind, and that is the ego self. And like I've said, I think on most of these, um, the questions, the answers to most of these questions today, that ego self is going to try and control you. The ego self, Has had more time spent on it than your true authentic higher self because it's the one that has been formed due to conditioning. And unless from infancy we're told how to really be our authentic selves and not have any conditioning put on us, we're going to spend more time with the ego self than the higher self. Therefore, we trust it more. So we think it's giving us truth. So I've had a lot of clients say, you know. This feels just totally unaligned with my authenticity, or this just doesn't feel my intuition is telling me this isn't right. And I'm using my intuition through my own experience of being able to discern this in people and being very quick to discern what is intuition in someone and what is ego to say to them, No, you think that's your intuition because that's what you've been led by and guided by your entire life. That is actually your ego self. So we have to be able to discern whether something is from conditioning or trauma or whether it is the higher self. And we only do that through continuing the work and the unraveling and the peeling away of the onion layers. And you've said that you don't trust yourself. You don't back yourself or believe in yourself and you shy away from so much. That's the fear, that's the ego, that's the brain. The brain, remember, the brain has evolved from our ancestors through this evolutionary process to fear, because if we didn't have fear and we didn't kick into the state of survival, Because the brain's primary objective is to survive, to help our bodies survive. So we have to remember that every time we fear something, right? So if you are not trusting yourself or not backing yourself or believing in yourself, it's because your brain, i.e. the conditioning, the trauma, what has been planted in your psyche from trauma, is telling you that if you believe in yourself and you move with that full throttle and you say something out loud that's wrong, you will be judged. So really this is all shadow because you're fearing the judgment, right? So looking at, you know, you said you constantly question my authenticity, do I really think that? This will come as time goes on. As you immerse yourself in this work more and more, you will start to know who you truly are and what your thoughts really are. And there won't even be a question of, do I really think that? Because you will know your intuition. But again that comes from self mastery and that level of self mastery requires a deep level of self awareness a constant connection to self awareness constantly questioning am i operating from authentic self right now or was this conditioning and living in that state of joy and high vibration that i spoke about earlier because when we're living from that state and we're raising our vibration we encourage ourselves to move into authenticity more so the one you said the one day you can be fully confident about something the next it's gone that's because perhaps your, your, your higher self is like, wow, this feels really good, I feel good. But then the brain kicks back in, right? That proverbial devil on the shoulder to say, uh-uh, let's bring fear back in here because you might be harmed otherwise. Someone might judge you, we don't want judgment. We remember what happened last time we were judged. That didn't feel good. So quick, stop believing in yourself. That is literally how it works. Like if we could see the inside of a brain in how it operates, that is literally how it works. I'd encourage you all to read a book, actually, which is very pertinent to what we're speaking about here, called Outwitting the Devil. It's a book that was written by Napoleon Hill in the 30s, and he didn't release it because he was too worried about how the public would receive something called Outwitting the Devil and his conversation with the devil. Now, just to be clear, I don't believe he was talking with a devil, per se but an energy the dark forces right we've got light we've got darkness and they're always fighting with each other and we have to be in that place of self mastery where we're encouraging the lightness to come through because that's the authenticity right the darkness is encouraging us back into fear anyway so it's it's called outwitting the devil and it only actually got published in the end in 2009 and it's a pretty amazing book i'm actually i've i i read it in book form and i'm now listening to it on audiobook to really kind of help it sink in more and I'm loving it again, so would highly recommend that. If you haven't yet heard, I have just released a free, yes, free journaling course. If you've always wanted to try journaling but just don't know where to start, or you've been hearing how powerful journaling can be but you just don't understand why... Or you want to create a daily practice that enhances your life but you just need a little support in doing that without it costing you anything, this course will do all that for you. It is packed with content that will show you just why journaling is important, how to do it, where to start and how to make it work for you. It is completely free and that is as a way for me to pay it forward because journaling really is one of the most integral parts of my growth practice and I want to give that to you. All you have to do is click on the link in the show notes to get the course sent directly to your inbox. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Reconditioned. I am honestly so grateful to each and every person that tunes in. Thank you also for taking responsibility for your own well-being. You should know that just by choosing to listen to podcasts like this that further your well-being, you're moving more deeply into abundance consciousness. Now don't forget I have a bunch of free resources over at laurenvacneen.co.uk as well as every recommendation you could ever need in regards to your well-being on the LV recommends page all categorized for your ease. Thank you also to our sponsors these episodes would not be possible without them so make sure to check them out and get some pretty awesome discounts on the show notes and of course make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so that you can get updated each time a new one is released. Thank you I appreciate Appreciate you. Reconditioned is proud to be working with Women for Women International, a charity that supports women survivors of war in eight war-torn countries around the world. You can help a woman survivor of war transform her life today by visiting womenforwomen.org.uk forward slash donate.